0: hello good morning good day god bless you singles in the house you are all welcome to to today's edition of marriage diet with festus flourish today is such a beautiful day today is the 30th day of the month of october 2020 god bless you you are most welcome all right i'm still greeting my uganda people thank you for joining us please let's reach out to invite more of our friends okay more of our friends let's just get them on board to hear and listen to these teachings all right god bless you my uganda people god bless you good to have you on board they are the youngest uh, addition to our nations nations on that marriage care international that I have Um, We open up WhatsApp group across the nations of the world. And we're trusting that more other African nations will be added and of course, other nations of the world. In case you miss any of our teachings, our podcast, uh, rather our uh, messages, you can connect okay just connect directly to our podcast channel on spotify anchor.fm festus flourish or you're going to have access to every of our audios your previous audios and hey you can play them as playlists and you're just you're just going to keep having them over and over again god bless you all right now let me say this today is going to be the last topic on this particular entire series um I know those of you that have been following you know we've been talking about the danger of not um, searching for a wife. That, that's the topic we've been looking at now for more than two weeks okay i'm almost going to three weeks now of there but if i'm not mistaken and then um for about a week of there but we brought it down to um search as guard the lady's perspective okay we're trying to now narrow it down to for you as a lady the guy is the one that will search for you okay now what are the things that you need to watch out for as this guy is coming around searching for you so that you will not just be um, um, uh, caught napping or you just lose your guard and at the end of the day you say ah i thought I heard god said he is the one no no let's leave that one aside alright let's let's also be very very sensitive wisdom is profitable you've got to be wise it's not just a man coming to you and just carry you away you know carry me they go and then just carry you away just follow him just simply because he said i saw in the revelation that you you know? <laughs> you know no let's let's leave that let's leave that Let, let's be smart be wise okay I have said a couple of things about the things the lady needs to also watch out for and take into cognizance but hey today I'm gonna be icing the cake and running it up with this in my own opinion this is very very crucial and very very vital to you as a woman it's a question you need to ask and it's something that you need to follow up the question is does he have the potential to become your priest or is he a priest okay now let's not go say he's a priest because you're not yet uh, accepted him so let's just leave that sub topic that way does he have the potential to become your priest that's the million dollar question and in my own opinion this is really the icing on the cake okay now when you do eventually get married your husband is supposed to become your first priest very very important i I just don't know how to emphasize this but certainly we just can't overemphasize this your husband has to be so spiritual to become your first priest now listen now this is where a lot of singles do often make their mistakes huge mistakes Now, naturally, there is always the tendency for an average woman to be very spiritual. You see it everywhere. If you go to Christian gatherings, you go to spiritual gatherings, who do you think you will see most? You will find most women. It's a natural disposition to have women long after the things of God, come into prayer meetings coming to Bible studies, they love the things of God, they want to know God more, and by so doing, they actually, you know, they, they, they have this higher connectivity to the realm of the spirit, very, very natural. All right, now, you will even hear some men will say, I, I want to marry a woman that is very spiritual. Okay, fine, no problem. They, to, to, to make a very huge mistake as a lady, is to just think i can manage him even if he's not spiritual thank god i'm spiritual my spirituality will cover him it's a lie oh it's a lie don't make that mistake don't get married to a man that is less spiritual i'm going to be very definite on this and be very firm on this okay if you're looking for an ideal marriage a marriage that will be very wonderful for you. Don't marry a man that is less spiritual. When I say spiritual, that, that um, um, okay, the, 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 the term spiritual I'm trying to use is, is, is a language that uh, talks about a man being in the presence of God who understands the things of God and basically have a relationship with God. I think that's the right word. A man that has a relationship with God. Not a man that you're just trying to patch up, a man that you won't have to quote John 3.16 for. It's okay, is that, uh, okay, John 3.16, is that where it is in the Bible? Okay, you know I'm just learning. No, that's not what I'm talking about, though. Because when the chips are down, you need him to rise up above all and speak up as a priest over you. He has to be a man who understands spiritual dynamism. He has to be a man who knows how to take responsibility over his home and say, Devil, get out. I did not invite you into this home to come and afflict my children, my wife with sickness. He has to be a man you don't have to cajole into the place of prayer. Say, oh, please now I'll go and pray for the family. He has to be a man, you don't need to teach him how to sow financial seed just to secure the lives of his children and family. He has to be a man that understands the principle of being in God's presence. If you have less of that, you have more of that as a lady, you are inviting trouble because that your high level of spirituality will soon become a problem to this man. This man will not be able to understand your frequency. Number one, he will think you pray too much. Number two, he will think you are studying the Bible too much. He will think you are giving so much time to the things of God because as far as it's concerned, money first, materialism first, uh, there are, you don't even need God to be successful. As far as it's concerned, when you spend Time too much with God, that time is wasted. As far as it's concerned, time is money. So he's going to logically analyze all of this. And before you know what's going on, a woman who got married very vibrant in the realm of the spirit, her spiritual life will be going down because the husband will just keep trailing her. And of course, will tame her in every way that she can turn. The husband is going to tell her this, don't go to church or don't join prayer meetings like this or don't do this. You've got to be at home to, to, to do this. And hey, at the end of the day, this woman will be tamed and restricted. That's what you get when the man is not spiritual, that's what you get. When the man does not understand the basic relationship with God, that's what you get. When it was just about, let's manage him, he will change, at least he will know how to quote John three sixteen very well as time goes on, that's what you get, that's just what you get. But if the man is a priest and you understand the, that, the, the dynamics of being in God's presence, there are a lot of things that this man will ultimately even help you to achieve. Now, if you're not praying, the woman will, pu- the man will pull you up. If you're going down on your spiritual life, he's going to encourage you. He's going to, you know, practically lift you up and say, you know, you, you need to pray much more. All right. He's going to be like that spiritual um, uh, counselor or um, a coach, somebody that will just keep pushing you up. But if that's not the case, your husband is not a prayer partner, your husband is not a prayer warrior, your husband is not a spiritual partner, your husband is just there, and he just flows along any wind that comes. Oh, it's a big trouble. It's a very, very big trouble. Because naturally the woman is spiritual. So if you now go and bring a man that is not spiritual, both of you will not be able to understand yourself. See, friends. What I'm sharing with you, a lot of couples have had problems with this. A lot of couples have had problems with this. We have the man just keep complaining over the woman's spiritual activities. But what we're saying is, it, it shouldn't take you too much to look at a man. You would know. You would know a man that does not have spiritual energy, okay, has not been able to really acquire that spiritual energy. You will know. Now, some of you will say people can feign this. They can pretend about it. I understand. I do understand. Again, that is why the courtship has to be for some time. Don't rush it. Because one of the things that a longer courtship does, I'm not saying you caught it for three months, you, you, you just got into marriage. No, 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 no. At least one year, at most three years. One of the things a longer courtship does is to enable you to detect where there are flaws. A man that is pretending time is that element that often exposes him. No matter how you you pretend over your character, you pretend over who you are, if you give it so much time, time will bring out that person, time will expose that person. You will see Just that sometimes you might decide to just take your eyes away from it, but you will see it. You will see the inconsistency a man has started up like a locomotive very firebrand and all of a sudden you just see not because he has gotten your consent he's dragging down okay can we go for such social program ah i'm tired oh a man that will never use that word i'm tired or oh, okay we have set aside a particular day for us to be praying for a relationship can we pray i mean you remember tomorrow is our prayer day ah, oh must we even pray every week you see would notice that there will be that kind of a drawback all right you should you should be sensitive that this was not how he it started it's, if he started pretending you will notice that there is it's like it's nose diving there's going to be a curve, a cough coming down but if he has been sincere and he's still sincere you will know you will know okay Because at the end of the day, he's still sustaining what he's been doing. He's carrying you along. You have examination to write. He calls you to pray for you. He encourages you. When you look as if you're down, he's there. He, he, He understands spiritual things. He discusses spiritual things with you. Okay? He's not among those people condemning spiritual activities in the church. You know, you see it. He loves God. Now, let me just do this because I know no matter how I say this, some of you, some of you singles, you just want... This thing to be chewed and put in your mouth. You say, hey, Pastor, it will still be difficult for us to catch him if he's pretending. Okay, no problem. You want it chewed into your mouth. Let me give you a sign. A man that will be a priest. When I say a priest, the man that has the authority of God over his home is a man that genuinely loves God. So one of the easiest ways to know a man that has the potential of being a priest is how much, how much does he love God? Okay, let me put it this way, how, how addicted is he to the things of God? Does he love God so much that he's so addicted to God's presence that, in my own opinion, is the secret of finding out a man that will end up becoming a very effective priest over you? Because a man that loves the presence of God, that loves God, will also have God's attention. And if he has God's attention, what else are you looking for? So when he looks as if things are not going well, you have issues, you have your quarreling or whatever, you see, God can always draw his attention. You can always go on your knees and say, Holy Spirit, please speak to this man. And hey, because God can always have his attention, Your Holy Spirit will speak to him. And the next day, he's, he's down there, humbled. He's saying, I'm sorry. And that's it. Ultimately, it will be for your own good. So you've got to check out if he truly loves God. If he loves God, you... The way he does things with God, he's a giver, he's he's very close to the Word of God. You see him not just studying the Word of God, but somebody that loves to apply the Word of God, because that's another thing. You say, ah, he can quote all scripture." that's not what I'm talking about. Okay, if it's just one scripture he has studied, you see, there is always that... Tendency to apply. You see him trying to work it out. Okay. I studied this the other day and you know, I, I, I Tried it out. and see it actually worked for me. Okay, you see that man loves God All right, and at the end of the day, it will come down to your favor as a woman Because when that time comes he will be able to rise up over his family and his home and say peace be still unto that stone and of course, whatever voice of darkness there is, we'll listen to it because it's a man that has come a long way. You don't marry a man today and you suddenly, next tomorrow, wanting to become a priest. If he had not been a priest in a journey coming from afar before he met you, he cannot be a priest overnight. Hey friends, this priesthood of a thing is a journey, oh? it's a process it's not a one night thing it's not a sudden thing so if you want to enjoy that peace and of course that family that is godly you've got to watch out for a man that has a relationship with god not a man that suddenly had a relationship with god because he met you but looking back at history looking back at where he's been coming from the things he has done for god even before he met you and of course you know that this is just another chapter and you're just coming to the to ice the cake and confirm the things in his life fine and that would be it but if all of a sudden there's not been any uh, history about the relationship with God or someone that had you know gotten into that level of covenant relationship with God and all of this sweet story about oh I love God I can do this for God started with when he met you Oh be careful you will buy market and you wait at one chance they've got to be a, they've got to be that kind of history you can look back to to see this man is coming on the journey and because of the journey he will not be he will not want to misbehave and mess up himself I, I remember when I had uh, this experience i uh, i was i was um, tempted by a, a, a lady a woman um i think that was shortly before i got married okay there was one of those ladies that just came around at that time and really set me up and wanted to tempt me i remember when I wasn't too sure what I was going to do because I didn't know. who She was so desperate. She was practically offering her body to me. I was telling me um, it's not a sin to me because she's the one offering her body to me. And I was very careful. I was doing a program at that time. And I said, if this woman raises a lamb and cries out and says, I attempted raping her, what will I do? I mean, it's going to be difficult for me. And I didn't know what to do because I saw her desperation. And of course, I was telling her. I remember what bailed me at that day was... I gave the story of my life from 12 years plus when I gave my life to Christ. I told that I'm a man in a journey with God. From um, the very year that I had an accident with eight on board in a vehicle, seven died and I was the only survivor. And to discover three years after, because there was a confession in my village, that that accident was supposed to take my life. And then to realize that God actually gave the life of those people for my sake. I added that story to it. And when I was done with the story, I said, look, this is where I'm coming from with God. How can I do this thing? For how many minutes? How can I do this thing against God? And of course, the woman was even a married woman. I said, how can I commit this sin against God? And all of this journey that I've had with God will just come to zero just once, just because of this. I said, it will just show that you want to destroy me and you don't love me. If you truly love me, you will allow me to continue on this journey with God. I think that was what I said that got her weak. And she looked at me and said, you are a rare man. I said, thank you very much. Can we go now? And that was how we left the place. I'm just trying to make you understand that that journey is very important. Look at a man, you look at his journey. Where is he coming from with the Lord? Not a man who suddenly jump up and say, ah, you know, I'm just coming from heaven now. There is no history of, you know, how he got to heaven in the first instance. You should suspect people like that. They won't go far. They They will just use you to get into the marriage. And once they are there, they are going to show their true color all right god bless you let's end it here today that this is going to be the end the very last subtopic under this major topic we've been taking it for a very long time hopefully we're going to be introducing another topic if okay i think we have one or two questions all right so we'll just answer those questions first if you still have your questions send them in all right i can just take a couple of days to answer your questions before we introduce a new topic i hope you've been blessed with this topic you've learned so much for you as a guy you've learned about the role you need to play for you as a lady you've also learned about what you need to do to prepare yourself for that guy when he comes hey it's my prayer that truly the lord will help you the wisdom of god will come upon you will guide you to do the right thing you will not miss it you will get, you will hit the mark and you will make it well in your marriage. And your marriage truly will be a symbol of paradise on earth. I bless your future. Because of listening you know, to these teachings, you, you've been so addicted to this teaching, learning. Now I pray that this knowledge will work for you. I bless your marriage. I bless your future. And I bless your children unborn. Thank you, Lord God Almighty. For in Jesus Christ's mighty name, we pray amen and amen god bless you do you know what the teenage faculty is about starting and uh, that, that should be in november okay it's about starting so if you know you're between the age 14 and 19 that's the faculty for you all right or you know other people that are within that age Wow, it, it, it's been so broken down in pieces in the way that they will understand. It's like giving them a head start very early in life. You know, those in the secondary school and all that, your knees and all you are within that age bracket, this will be good for you. We're trying to expose you to what relationship and marriage is very early enough so that you don't miss it. All right, get back to us. Um, if you have other parents, who have children of that age, you can also do this publicity for them. I'm sure they will thank you for it, but you can use the number I'm gonna drop now to connect with us and they make inquiry about the school is an online school where we train teenagers we also have the one for um, adult singles once you're above 20 years you can also join the ordinary courses all right we do it online you can make inquiry about it and we will bring you on board my whatsapp number is plus 234 eight one zero seven one two six one four eight and of course we'll certainly get back to you if you reach us god bless you until I come your way again tomorrow don't forget if marriage is an institution then couples and singles must be students god bless you shalom do have a great weekend ahead